I've had a, a place here for well, uh, 12 years now. And then I was part-timing. I was part-timing in Berlin for three and a half years before uh, before the changes. So yeah, but um, yeah, no com- no complaints. Where where am I? Where are you geographically at the moment? I guess you were you were out here for a while. Uh, yeah, I God, my New York time. Uh, eighty nine, I was in Hoboken. Ninety, I was on Murray Street. Ninety one, two, three, I was in Williamsburg. Ninety six, seven, I was. In Turtle Bay, ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand one, and part of two thousand two was in Tribeca, and then I went to DC, and now I'm in San Francisco. Early nineties Williamsburg, I, I'm guessing, is very different than today Williamsburg. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What 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 once was uh, you know sanitation company controlled burned out car waterfront is now you know yet another blue bottle coffee sanitation control in the sort of soprano sense of the phrase perhaps yes i mean i used to live a block from uh the Montes, which was uh their tuesday night was their busiest night when they were closed so yeah it's <laughs> what brought you out to san francisco originally and what's more or less kept you there san francisco um, well, I, I, I left New York in '02 and uh, went to D.C. and had a great time. Uh, D.C. is a wonderful city. It uh, it was during the W years, so it was a little a little warmish, a little bit of a war machine. But you know, I mean, I made, made the most of it. Um, San Francisco is a place, you know. I started coming out here in the summer of '81. You know, with Husker Du, that was our our first sort of summer touring destinations, you know, through Canada and San Francisco. And 40 years ago, I fell in love with it. And I had a friend who still has a place here in the mission and he had a spare room. And he's like, he's like, well, you ever thought of living out here? And I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll take you up on that. And, you know, spent, spent the better part of the year looking for my own place, you know, based out of, out of his spare bedroom. And, the mission and found a nice little place and yeah it's just always loved the city i love the weather you you know it's it's traditionally been a really really artistic creative place i mean obviously there's a huge you know lgbtq plus community here so historically and a little less so these days but it's um yeah, it's a, it's a great place to great place to have a home base right now. I, I've been in New York for pr- probably around 15 years at this point and had never really seriously considered leaving or, or going back home, which is, you know, ostensibly the greater San Francisco Bay Area. But then looking at a lot of my friends' Facebook and Instagram feeds of them living in San Francisco, but then, you know, being able to be in nature, walking along the beach within, <laughs> within you know, like, I guess traffic dependent, you know, 20, 10, 20, 30, 30 minutes is something that in New York, you kind of have to, to trick yourself into believing that, you know, that swaths of the park are nature. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, the ocean is a, is a whole different deal. I mean, you, I mean, well, I mean, you can, I mean, you can go out, you can go out to the beaches and, you know, in New York, there's, so there's plenty of good, plenty of good beaches, but, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a different kind of thing. It's a, it's a different vibe. So, 
I hear you, but but New York is always New York's always great. It's, it's one of those things of uh, you know over the past year of not really being able to go out and do anything and being trapped in my apartment has made me kind of reconsider. Yeah. But it it sounds like the beach in particular has been very healing for you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I you know wrote that you know that short spiel that went with the you know the, the one sheet for the for the ocean and. Yeah, that was a that was a saving grace, you know, over the past couple of years, you know, once once it was clear that Berlin was was uh kaput as they say. The, you know, just that was my that was my sort of healing place was out there, you know, it's to be able to get up at 5 a.m. and go out and, you know, get out onto the the ocean before the sun comes up and just sort of all the the majesty of of how that unfolds for those couple hours each day is, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty great. You know, it was, uh, really kept me, kept me saying that and that and spending, spending time down in the desert as well. Once, once it started to, once it eased up a little bit at the end of 20 and we were able to at least drive in within the state that, you know, the desert is another place I've been spending some time and that's been real really great a lot of friends down there a lot of san francisco people down there now and so that's just that's been good but yeah no complaints ocean good desert good going back to go hopefully 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 going back to work in two weeks that'll be nice yeah and this is not a short tour this is this is a this is a real deal tour i was looking down the dates and you're you're on the road for a few months yeah 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 i've got uh yeah i got the three weeks in april out here in the west i've got Two and a half, three weeks in May on the east, in the northeast. Then a month in the UK, and a couple just announced, a, a, just added a Helsinki festival, and there might be a couple more things coming, but uh, that'll take up June. And then October, I'm going to make up. I got to make up the, that southeast run that I had to that I had to push back from February because of uh, the spike. So yeah, I got to did two years worth of touring in one. What's the general feeling around that? Are, are you anxious? Are you excited? I mean, it's got to be it's got to be surreal after two years of not doing this to just completely throw yourself into it. Well, I mean, uh, it, last fall there was a you know we we snuck a band tour in you know at the second half of September, and then I did a run of solo shows in October. So I mean, I've been back out since you know since two years ago, but it's uh, it doesn't. I mean, on, on the artist side, it's really tough because so much of what, you know, so much of what live music is about has, has changed. Uh, you know, like two or three shows in, I was, I was, I was completely beat up and my voice was beat up. And I'm like, why am, why do I feel like I'm killing myself more than usual? And then I realized, Oh, it's because people are wearing masks and I can't hear the feedback from the crowd. It's, it's, it was just like, Oh, that's right. They're half the volume now because they're muffled by masks. But, you know, it's, Oh, okay. That's why I'm not getting the heat back. It's they're giving me the heat. I just can't hear it. Things like going out to the merch table to see your friends after the show. That was off limits. We had a bubble and we couldn't leave the, you know, we couldn't bring friends backstage. I mean, it was just all of the the community 
aspect of it, you know, beyond, beyond I'm a musician who works for a living making music and all the other stuff. It all changed, you know, in, in an attempt to try to keep a safe space and stay healthy and actually get through the tour without incident, which we did. But man, it just didn't, it, it feels very different still. So having said all that, I'm super thrilled that we're sort of looks like we're back in business coming up. So, I mean, it, yeah. It, it's been wild. It's been wild. Have you been able to be on that? I mean, have you been doing much writing? I, you know, I know, I know you had an album come out towards the beginning of all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, the Blue Hearts came out in September 20, and all of the distortion box sets and retrospectives and all that started coming out in October of 20. And all of that kept me super busy when I wasn't touring. You know, it's just interviews, 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 more, you know, more you know, product management and all that. But uh, in terms of writing, um, I got lots of loose notes right now. I, I don't feel like I finished the Blue Hearts cycle yet. And let me try to describe this. Typically, my cycle is I, I sort of hermit myself away with all of my loose ideas and scraps of papers and melodies and, you know, the you know, videos and audios and all that. And I write a record and then I get the guys together and we make a record. And then I start promoting the record before it comes out. And then I do the tour when it comes out. And with, you know, that cycle got so fractured. I still don't feel like I've got the full feedback yet from Blue Hearts. So I think, you know, getting out and hopefully getting to talk with people in real life at the shows now, I think that's going to help me get, you know, sort of get that cycle closed up so I can get started with the next one. But I mean, that's, I've been doing that cycle my whole life. And this time, you know, last two years sort of broke that. So yeah, I lost, I lost momentum. I feel like I've got it back now, but yeah, long answer to a short question. Yeah, I'm writing, but I don't. I don't feel like I've dug in all the way yet. But that's fair. Although you know, I, I'm I'm noticing a common thread in terms of your answer to that one and your answer uh, as far as actually playing live, which is this idea of feedback, which is you know certainly not something that I get I get from every musician, right? I mean, there's this kind of romantic ideal of doing it all for yourself and not being you know super concerned about about reaction and just sort of like going forward and, and really pouring mm-hmm. yourself into work but but it sounds like um the reaction to the last record is a is a really important part of writing the next one for you yeah and and i think as as i become you know as i'm now i guess incredibly tenured in my position it, uh, it, it's, you know, I, I, you know, for decades, I was so single minded and did not really pay attention to feedback. You know, I was so driven to do what I do. And somewhere in the last decade, it was like, oh, and maybe I'm at that point in my life where it's okay to give the people at least some of what they want. <laughs> They've been sort of they've been sort of hanging under my rules for thirty five years. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe, it, maybe it's not like, maybe that's not a super do? punk rock approach to things to get people what they want. Take a take a request now and then, you know that kind of. <laughs> so I guess that's what happens when you when you when, you know when you're tenured, you you, you have to 
be considerate to the audience in a different way other than just delivering what you're delivering you it's it's nice to it's nice to look you know what i'm saying i think that can be the case and i think that that's certainly the healthy approach to it but i think just in general when it comes to being creative or really any aspect in life you know politics or even the kind of music that you listen to people more often than not tend to get more dug in the older they get yeah yeah i mean yeah it, it gets harder the yeah new tricks are New tricks are, are, are less likely to be found as, as time goes on. Um, yeah, it, I, I, yeah, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about the way things are going to go on the next, you know, towards the next record. I mean, you know, it's it's. I'm starting to see pathways. I'm starting to see just, you know, giving my, you know, giving myself over to, you know, other people's media. You know, just like you know, cla- you know, artists that I love and you know, new music that I hear and. Yeah, it's just that you know, in you know, I find, I find with myself the the when I get a little bit stuck on output, it's usually better to take stuff in. You know, it's like those days, like the the the, the day where I, the day where I'm, I I wake up with a good idea and I'm working on it and it just goes to hell. Like I've either overworked it or it wasn't that good or it's just I get frustrated then. You know, I'm smart enough now at this point in my life not to spend all day and night beating myself up about it. It might just be easier to go to SF MoMA and look at somebody else's work for an hour. <laughs> You're not necessarily like turning the radio on or listening to a piece of music. No, it's just looking to nature, looking to other people's art, you know, just looking to, you know, just getting outside of the getting outside of the hermit box you know, at least for a couple hours. And then I might see something. It could be inspiration or a lot of times, you know, I know that for, for my own work, just the simple act of, because I, I sit on my desk and write all day and the simple act of standing up and walking away from my desk, you know, and being away for a few minutes is enough to to shake something <laughs> loose. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah, so I mean, that's, you know, I'm, uh, you know, more mindful of that, you know, when, when, I, when I'm not putting out, it's better to be taken in, so... That's when I go and I take other people's stuff in, and it's yeah. Because I mean, I, I I I for so long just turned away from pop culture and really tried to stay. You know, I've operated in my in a vacuum in a way. Yeah, you know, don't I didn't really stay super up on music in the eighties and nineties. Uh, you know, in the aughts when I started DJing and when I was living in DC, that I was taking in so much of other people's work at that time. Because the you know the blow off parties that I was doing with uh, with Rich Morell that forced me to listen to other people's music for hours a day. Now a lot of it was house music or electronica, but you know that was that was a that was a really that was a really great time for me just to be a, a fan of music again, even if it wasn't if it was music that that was not similar to what I normally make. Was it was it difficult to listen to music, or you know, was it just not? He just didn't kind of have the time or put forth the effort. Uh, with eighties and nineties, I was so busy making, I didn't want to. I did, I just didn't want to. I wasn't really up on what else was going on. I, I didn't. I, you know, I sort of wanted to keep my own head pure. I suppose. I mean, obviously, being on creation, I couldn't help but, you know, I mean, my bloody Valentine or Swerve Driver, you know, I mean, I, they were my colleagues and I, and I loved their music, but 
but it, but I wasn't as active a music fan as I was as a kid, or maybe when Huskers started. You know, when I still had that crazy fandom about music, where you know every Saturday was the record store day. You know, once once I was making and touring and doing all that, I I, I got real single minded. I think about you know it's just like I want my work to be pure. I don't want to be influenced by what's popular. You know, I don't want to watch, you know, I don't want TV and stuff like that. It just didn't interest me. It was, you know, I just had, I had my little world where I was, I was making stuff. I think that's fair, though, because, you know, how many artists have gone too far in that direction? It, it, it is easy to chase the trends. Oof. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I th- yeah, I agree, but I don't know what that's like. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> It sounds good. It sounds, it sounds, it sounds reasonable, but it, it sounds lucrative. Good. Yeah, there you go. That's the word I was looking for. Sounds lucrative. You know, obviously you've been a, a wrestling guy for a long time and you were actually doing some, some writing, uh, I think over at WCW. Has that, what kind of impact did that have on your creative output generally? Um, well, I was I'm a lifelong professional wrestling fan. I grew up with it. You know, I used to, I grew up near Montreal and I used to go up to, the pro wrestling matches up there. When I moved to Minnesota, I befriended people, that, you know, the, in the, you know, the, the, the main wrestling group at the time out there. And it just, it, it kept, you know, over the decades, it kept unfolding and I kept meeting more people and more wrestlers and promoters and, you know, creative people in the business. And they started asking, you know, they would ask me for ideas because they, I think they sensed that I was pretty well, uh, smartened up, I guess is the term they used to use in the business, but that I was a student of it, of the business. And in the fall of 99, a friend of mine at WCW called and said, we're having a change in creative direction. Do you want to come down and do consulting? And I'm like, yeah. And at, at that time, I wasn't, you know, in 99, I wasn't, I wasn't touring. I had just sort of put the guitar down for a while and was living my gay life in the West Village in Chelsea. And, you know, then I got the call to go run the road with the, you know, with the wrestlers. And I, it was a dream come true. And I, I was happy to go and, and just try to help out in any way that I could. I got down there. They saw my skill set and they put me in a pretty important position at the company. Um, and, you know, I just, like I said, I was trying to help. I did the best I could. I was there for seven months. I saw a lot of crazy stuff. I thought I, I think I helped some. Um, when it was time, you know, after seven months, I realized that, that maybe I wasn't as effective as I had hoped I could be. And, the, you know, they started going in a, in a different direction. They hired some new people to come in to do creative. And I was like, oh, I did what I could. I'm out. <laughs> But it was a, it was it's a wild it's it's a wild world or back then it was a wild world now now I think it's it's very you know it's 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 different it's you know it's a different world now I mean it must be nice after twenty years of in some form or other doing the same thing to to try something completely creatively different yeah it was uh, it, it I mean it was it was it was great times it was it was sort of like a, a like a way turned up version of rock and roll touring. You know, because those guys, those guys in the late '90s, those guys were crazy because there was so much money and so much celebrity, and you know, just again, it was a different, you know, just a different world back then. 
you know, the, the recreational drug use, you know, the enhanced drug use, just that lifestyle is, is <laughs> and they're big guys, you know, they're big guys. And it's a, you know, it's a, it's a really physical sort of violent business to be in, you know, where you're, you're basically hand, you know, you hand your body over to your colleague and you trust them with your life for six to 20 minutes every day. Yeah, sort of nuts. 